Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friend, welcome to another edition of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. I'm Matt Tommy, your host, and super excited to have a brand new friend with me, Estelle Avberry, who is uh, not only a great, just all-around creative person, but loves inspiring creatives as well. Estelle, so glad you're here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I love the show. I am excited to not just be a thriving Christian artist listener, but also now getting to be here and talk to you. So thank you for having me on. Well, I just, I, that always just tickles me to, I love it when my guests or people that actually listen to the podcast is like, yeah. that makes it even more, even more fun. So for those folks that are just kind of getting to know you today, let us uh, know kind of the backstory of, of who you are, what you do, and then we'll kind of jump into a little more details. Yeah. So um, my name's Estelle. I am a daughter of the King. I love the Lord. I love not just Jesus and, um, you know, salvation through him and my relationship with him, but I love that he's given us all so many gifts. And I kind of had this, I always had this intuitive knowing that I was a creative from when I was young, just because of what I was so interested in and what I was, what I leaned in towards. I always leaned in towards the arts um, I started dancing when I was really young. And then from there, did some acting in like church plays, yeah. singing in church choir from a young age, because I was um, the church that I was in was just starting. So we, you know, everyone was really active and engaged. And I also love doing like crafting with my hands, like just doing like art projects at home. I love to sew. And I thought I would be a fashion designer. So I was so interested in fashion growing up. And I and it's just so funny because all the while I was singing and I was acting and I was dancing in school and in at church as well. And so I loved the performing arts. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna probably go into fashion or something because I felt I felt like that was a creative field and also like a viable field. Like I could do fashion merchandising or I could do something in that regard. But actually it was um I and I did try some. Um, style blogging and having fun with some fashion um, outlets and stuff in college. But after college, I was throughout college as well. I was really intentional in my prayer time of like, God, I really want to do what you've called me to do. And whatever you, whatever you want me to do vocationally, I want to give it over to you, whatever you, however you want my purpose to play out. Um, Practically speaking, my vocation, my ministry, like I, I would pray, I would fast, I would spend time listening and trying to listen and learning how to listen to the voice of God. Yeah. And it was really after college that I remember, or at the very end of college, I believe, I remember God telling me like, it's been in front of you this whole time and you just haven't been paying attention to it. And I realized it was a performing arts. Of course, I loved to perform. I loved theater. I fell in love with Broadway um, in high school and I was so drawn towards that. And so now that's really what I love to help people do is to realize that they have this, not only this like interest in the performing arts, but maybe they might, 
they have a talent, they have a gift yeah. that they can start to take action, small steps of action into growing, into pursuing, um, whether it's as a creative outlet for fun or something um, as like a side hustle or a career, it doesn't matter. Um, it all starts with that curiosity and that courage to take the first step of action. Yeah. And that's what I love to help people do with my podcast and through beginner voice coaching. And there's a lot more in between all of that. But yeah, I love it. General love gist it. Of, of who I am and what you know, I'm, I'm, as you're as you're sharing your story and kind of how it's it's evolved, I'm just reminded of uh, the tension that we all have to to balance in our life between you know the things that we think are the the right things and the normal things and the things that look valid and look viable in our life. Like you said, you know, fashion merchandising or getting a real job, you know, as a lot of artists say. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, being able to acknowledge that wow, there's something really burning on my heart from the Lord. And um, I love the fact that you said during that time in your life, you were really being uh, intentional. Talk a little bit more about that process. Cause I think there are, there's so many people out there that are, you know, they have something on their heart from the Lord, but maybe they're stuck in a job. They don't like they're stuck in a, a way of living or thinking that they don't like. And they're, they're looking at the possibility of stepping into something that they could be passionate about, you know, that they feel is on their heart, but it just scares them to death. And they're like, I just can't see a, a possibility to that. How did, how did you manage that process of having enough faith yeah. to be able to step into something, even though it wasn't the quote unquote viable thing to, to do? Yeah. And there's, again, like I said, there's a lot more in between there. So I guess I can <laughs> kind of explain, Yeah, but I, I said this on my show before, and I like to say this to start with this, because wherever everyone else, wherever everyone is, you know, in their journey of, I don't know if I can, if I can even sing, I don't know if I can even do this artistic um, outlet. I just think I'm drawn to this. You can start with surrender. And Mm. I, and I use that word to think of um, in the context of relating with God. Yeah. And in the context of prayer and meditation and spending time just like at rest and just sitting and then surrendering and saying like, okay, I don't know everything. I don't know how this is going to turn out. These are my fears, God. This is what I'm unsure about. And then just like telling that to God and being conversational and just surrendering those fears, those doubts, those thoughts. I, I love journaling and I encourage people to journal, right? yeah. writing it out. Um, that that was so helpful throughout college and in high school too. I, I started journaling regularly and that has been so helpful for just like self-awareness of like, Oh, this is how I'm feeling. And then right. I can surrender that to God and God will take that and he'll replace it with um, like a sense of, you know, like here, do this, start here or, yeah. or like a sense of courage or something, or someone will come into your life and encourage you, or you'll listen to this podcast and it'll be, that'll be like your sign kind of, but absolutely. It starts with, I think, surrendering and telling God that you don't know. And um, and then from there, t- just taking one small step of action, I think, towards it. And that could be like the tiniest thing, like, like look up what are their dance classes near me? Like so simple. You can do that on your phone, like yeah. open Google, just like the smallest step of action towards whatever that thing that you're curious about, just be curious. Um, but it starts with surrendering that fear and those, those doubts to God. And um, I think that's, that's a really good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love, I tell the people in the mentoring program all the time, just baby steps, right? Just one <laughs> step toward, 
I'd, I'd say this momentum begins with your very first win. It grows and grows as you do it again. And it's like, that's how you start feeling the wind at your back, right? As you start just yeah. taking those little baby steps every day. And, you know, I, I know for all of us, and I'm interested to hear just, you know, for you, most, most people have some sort of champion, some sort of door opener, some sort of person in their history that was that person that said, you know, you got this gift, like you should do this, like you should, you should go for it. You, you get to be that person in a lot of people's lives nowadays, but who was, was there a person for you like that? Who, what was that relationship like and, and how did it inspire you? There have been so many people, I think, like at so many different points in time, like yeah. I could start from the very beginning when my parents <laughs> put me in dance class. Like they're the ones who are like, oh, you love to perform. Or me and my older sister, we were both in dance class together. And then we started singing and acting. And of course, and I would get, you know, positive feedback, that positive feedback from my parents of like, oh, you have this creative gifting. You can use it in the house of God. You can use it in school. Yeah, And they encouraged me in that. Um, and so I could start all, as far back as that, you know, it, sometimes we don't even realize it until we're looking back and we think, oh, wow, I've had this positive feedback that maybe this is something that I can explore. And I think that's been a part of it. Um, and then also, so I'll fill in a little bit of my story. Yeah. Um, I went to college actually. So at the end of high school, I, yes, I loved fashion. And I was, I was thinking like, maybe I do a career in fashion merchandising because I knew I wanted something creative as my career. However, I also had this kind of cultural and social belief that the arts, anything in the creative field wasn't a viable career, mm. just like you were saying earlier. And so I started getting interested in behavioral health and mental health and psychology and sociology and, um, the second half of high school, um, I went to a predominantly white high school. So I kind of had this like tension between like race identity and how sure. that fit in um, being the daughter of Nigerian immigrants and having that experience of being Nigerian, but also being American. And so I was really interested in that topic. And I'm still so fascinated by psychology and social sciences and identity formation and um, I think it actually overlaps really well with the arts. And so I studied psychology in undergrad, actually, because I was like, well, that's a good field to go into. And my family, my parents are in the medical field, they're in the health field. So everyone expected me to go to medical school and to be a doctor, actually. Right. So I actually went that path all along, all the entire way through. I was still being creative. I was still like exploring the arts. I was still doing things just for fun just because I loved it. And that's why I always, again, starting with just like be honest about what you like and what you don't like yeah. and just explore, take little steps of action. Because even though I was studying psychology and I was doing pre-med classes, I was still, I was a voice minor um, for a couple of years. So I was still taking voice lessons. I was still, you know, doing a, a style blog. Like I was still exploring all these creative outlets and you you are allowed to and you can yeah. give yourself permission to explore in small bite sized um, ways, like you were saying. So, yeah. well, it's an ama uh, it's amazing yeah. too as you as you get older. And I got a, I got a few years on you, but I'm I'll, just, <laughs> I'll I'll say this: it's you know so many things that you go through in your life. You you go through it for a season, and you're like, oh, that was cool, that's over or whatever. Yeah, there there become there comes this time in like 
your forties and then mid forties. And I'm, I'm approaching, I'll be 50 this year. So I was like, Oh, you know, oh, but congrats. I know, right. I made it. That's I made awesome. It. But, and I still look 35. No, but yeah. I'm just, <laughs> but there, there becomes this time. in I think late thirties, forties in there where all these things start to kind of flow as one river, this, I call it convergence, right. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's really where your uniqueness starts to come out. And I think, yeah. you know, no matter where somebody is on your journey, I think, as you're saying, we got to trust that God's in the middle of all of it. He's using it all together for our good. And don't be afraid to, to try the things, you know, that you, that you want to try because you never know how he'll circle back and, um, and use that in your life. So. That's so true. You never know. And I, like the entire time I was, you know, I was taking voice lessons, private lessons for the first time and I loved it. And I was, I was singing classical music, but I wanted to do more musical theater. And I love, I love musical theater singing. I like everyone who knows me knows that because I love the aspect of storytelling and acting through the song. Um, And so I was just like, again, it was like for fun. I didn't think I would end up doing this and pursuing this as a career. And I was I was sure that I was supposed to quote unquote, you know, do a practical job and then maybe have like an artistic outlet. And so after high school, I mean, after college, you know, I graduated psychology pre-med and I was, I applied to medical school and I'd done the MCAT, I did all of that. And I was like, I guess this is what I have to do. And I'll just continue to sing and be artistic on the side. But I knew, cause it was at the end of college that I knew God had said like, you, it's been staring at you this whole time. It's the arts, like it's the performing arts. You have yeah. to pursue it. But I was so scared and COVID hit and that scared me even more because <laughs> Broadway was shut down. Like theaters were shut down. There was no performing arts field. And I was like, there's no way I'm just going to go to medical school. And I did. And I, that's when I found, um, that's when I really realized that you know, again, what you're saying about convergence is that God will put you on your path regardless, even when you uh, maybe kind of go your own way or think to yourself, maybe I should do this. And it's, and you know, I, it was easy to say like, okay, like, you know, God will use this. Maybe I'll be able to do both over time, but I did feel the pull over and over again, time and time again, that no, it's, you have to pursue the performing arts like there's something for you there. And that's when I actually, I met a, one of my best friends now who really encouraged me in medical school. She encouraged me like, um, you have to take the step of obedience to God and you never know what could be the outcome of who you yeah. can impact by being obedient to God. And so um, long story short, lots of ups and downs. When I was in med school, I was only there for uh, a year and a half. And a lot of it was virtual because of COVID. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's a long story short, um, it uh, academically, it wasn't working for me. And I actually was able to kind of walk away without me, like without <laughs> me um, having to submit any sort of forms or anything. Yeah, sure. They let me go and I was ready to go. And then I just decided not to return. And I felt, and I, I had felt that nudge of like, continue on in the performing arts. And that's what I continued to do. I started voice teaching. I started co- continuing on with acting and dancing. And now I'm doing this work of encouraging people to allow that um, convergence, like you said, of like, what if, what are the things that you know that yeah. you have? 
that you can start to take action in. And I have this experience of, I know what it's like to ignore those things or to push them to the side and to literally go the opposite route and to be pulled back. And I want to encourage you not to let that happen to you, you know, and, and not to, um, not to abandon or to push aside those giftings when you know that you can do something with them. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask you a little bit of a loaded question and I hope maybe it'll be fun. I'm thinking, (laughs) so I'm a vocalist. My mom has been, you know, she was a choral music director for Mm -hmm. years and years and years. So I grew up musical theater, classical music. Then I started leading worship when I was 14. I mean, so I've, I've been in music, like music was my primary identity before 2009 yes. I started this whole art thing. I mean so this is I'm a musician guy, you know, play right. sing, sing every day. And so when I'm watching American Idol and when I'm watching some of these shows and you're watching people, you know, that are trying to get on these shows, I'm like they got a lot of passion but somebody's mama lied to them. Like they <laughs> they you know they, they got a lot of passion, they believe they can sing, they believe they can do it. And so one of the things I've learned, I guess, as a coach is that um, regardless of what area it is, you have part of being a coach is not only helping people to grow, but also helping them to grow in the right area. Because I, yeah. I, I think, you know, when we work toward our strengths, you know, we hone and polish our strengths rather than trying to do something that we're obviously not designed or gifted to do. It's a whole lot easier to work on your strengths. And so I'm just interested from you. I'm sure you've had some crazy stories of people coming in like I am called, anointed and appointed to to sing and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, girl, I'm not feeling that. You know, how, how do you help people to recognize their strength and also to to really uh, grow in the areas that God's gifted them rather than trying to spend a lot of time in areas that may not be um, as, as um, you know, gifted for them? That's a really good question. I haven't actually had personal experiences in coaching anyone like that. I have been in choirs my whole life. You've been lucky. Different- You've been lucky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still I'm still new though. I'm still new to voice coaching. I only started officially last year. So we'll see. Um, but I've been in choirs my entire life. So I've seen, I know what you mean. I've right. you know, seen different people who are passionate and like have this desire to sing. And I've actually asked my own voice teacher. So I, I'm, I'm a beginner voice coach. So I coach people who are just trying to start to explore their voice. And, um, but I also have a voice teacher who I've asked this before, because she kind of mentors me in the idea of like coaching to help me help my students as well. So she's great. And I've asked her this, like, how do you deal with it? If this exact question and she, and the thing is, a lot of the times it's parents who want their children yes. to, you know, be in the, who want to. My baby is so me. talented, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. exactly what you're saying. And so I think you have to, what she talked about is like clarifying your goals. And I completely agree. So like, are, is there a goal to be a professional singer? In that case, you're going to have to explain, like, there are different um, factors that come together when it comes to um vocal talent it's there's genetics that's a part of it part of this upbringing and your environment where you did you grow up around singers around a lot of music and musicians were you able to hear you know match pitch from an early age because you were around your ear right yeah right Mm -hmm. um and that can be taught over time but a lot of the time it's something that like when you were younger that's going to be 
that's going to be formed and developed. So, um, so it's your goal. So if that's your goal, then um, to be, to do it professionally and you don't have that talent, then you have to be realistic about, okay, these, this is the reality. Where can we work towards for now? Like how can we make like a different goal and then we'll see what comes next. So maybe the goal can instead be, I want to explore my voice. I want to, I want to learn to match pitch. I want to learn to, you know, um, expand my range, whatever the, let's, let's, let's take a smaller goal. And I love doing that anyway, because it, it, it helps people, it helps you to feel more encouraged along the way. And you're not like feeling down on yourself that you're not on Broadway tomorrow. Like yeah. you can just, let's just work on this one song yeah, know, and singing it to the best of our ability. Let's work on doing this small thing. So yeah. Yeah, and managing people's expectations. I, you know, right. we have that in the visual arts as well. I'm, I'm thinking of a friend of mine I was talking to the other day who teaches ceramics, and they were just like, "Listen, people come in here all the time. They want to take a two-hour ceramics class. They think they're going to make a whole new dinnerware set with <laughs> mugs and cups and plates and the whole thing. And they, they've never even touched a piece of clay before. And they're like, let's just talk about how to how to get the mud centered, how to get the clay centered on right. the wheel, you know.' And so it, it is giving people those again those baby steps and those measurable, uh, you know, basic things that they can start to take and, and see progress in, and and then trust the process. And I think that's. You know, obviously your heart and my heart is to help people stay encouraged along that mm-hmm. journey uh, and, and really manage those expectations so that they're having, you know, experiencing transformation and experiencing momentum uh, in their life, no matter where they are. Yes. So, yeah, well, listen, I love your story. I love that you are a young person that's going after it, that is just out there with the Lord. I love it that from the very beginning, you are learning to uh, hear his voice and respond in faith. And I just know that we're all going to see great, great things from you as you continue Aww. to not only in your journey, but also also helping others. Um, Estelle, sh- share with everybody where they can connect with you and and see the wonderful things that you're doing, find out about your, your coaching and, and all that stuff. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so great. Yeah. I'm so inspired by your show and by every artist who has the courage to come on and to, or even just to listen to this show. It takes courage to yeah. hear people's stories and to believe that maybe I can step out in faith and use my artistic gifts. So if you're listening to this, you're amazing. <laughs> that takes courage. So thank you That's for having right. me on. Um, yes. Yeah, so I would love to connect. I have a podcast called Creatively Performing Arts. I help people start singing, acting, and dancing again. So just inspiration and practical tips and interviews with performing artists who are doing the thing, who have started performing, who are, you know, actively performing and encouraging others to do the same. So it's very inspiring and encouraging. Um, you can meet me over there. And my business is of the same name. So Creatively Performing Arts. It's an online voice um, studio. And so right now it's one-on-one virtual beginner lessons. And you can go to creativelybyestelle.com to look around and look for if you want like 30 minute session hour-long session um to start singing and and it's really for beginners or anyone who's ready to start again you don't need to feel like you need to be a professional tomorrow just come as you are and we go from there and it's really fun um and what else you can also find me on instagram at creatively performing arts or estelle i'm very my personal instagram as well so that and from there you can like get all the other links to other socials and whatnot good stuff stuff. Mm -hmm. 
We'll put all those links in the in the show notes and in the description on the YouTube. Um, listen to me on the YouTube. I, I was saying <laughs> the description on YouTube. Is what I was trying to say, but That's I sound like right. my my grandmother <laughs> on the computer, all up at the Walmart, you know. But listen, Estelle, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, thank you for all the wonderful things you're helping people do, and uh, so glad that you got to be on the podcast today. So thanks. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.